0: Judges, Judges chapter number eight, Judges chapter number eight. If you uh, had been with us studying in the book of Judges on Wednesday nights, <coughs> and um, this is kind of where we're at on uh, in Judges on Wednesday nights, but uh, the Lord really spoke to my heart when I was studying for Wednesday night's message, and I really felt like I really would like to share this with you this morning uh, in Judges chapter number 8. Uh, just so we understand what's taking place in this text, uh, Gideon uh, is the leader of the children of Israel. He would what we would call a judge, uh, in, in which he kind of led the children of Israel, uh, during the book of Judges, the children of Israel did, were in cycles. They would follow God when they had a leader. And then when the leader would die, they would go back to their idols. And uh, they'd go back into captivity and things to that nature. Well, at this time period, the children of Israel were under captivity of the Midianites. Gideon uh, was called of God to save the children of Israel. And so Gideon... Uh, he was threshing, uh, threshing the wheat and, uh, threshing the wine and there he was working and God called him. He said, I, I, I'm, I'm too little for you to call me. I, I, I I'm not big enough. I, my family has no good name, but God called him. He said, get in. I want you to leave the children of Israel. So he goes down and he begins to gather the troops to go to battle. And then God tells him his, his army is too big. And so he reduces his army down to 300 men. Can you imagine going to battle and uh, you're facing a giant, you're facing the enemy and the enemy has a rather large army the Bible tells. Uh, and and this group here you go to battle with is 300 men. 300 men when you had th- I believe right at 30,000 or 32,000 I think if that's correct around that many and God reduces it all the way down 300. Now, I I did not serve in the military, but can you imagine Brother Pete or Brother John going over there and and, uh, the U.S. Army saying, nope, we have, or the U.S. uh, uh, government says, nope, you have too many. Let's just take 300 of you guys. I mean, can you imagine looking at them and saying, no, we're not going to battle with 300. We need more than that. And so here we go. We go to battle here and Gideon leads the way. And he's standing on the mountaintops, and 300 men, as they go to battle, he gives them to get a, a pitcher, a lantern, and a horn to go to battle. And so they, 300 men, they have 100 men standing here, and 100 men standing here, and 100 men standing here, and the army and the enemy is in the middle. They've surrounded him. There's only one way. For them to go. And Gideon told his men, he said, When I blow my trumpet and break my pitcher, do the same. And so Gideon blows his trumpet and breaks his pitcher, and all of a sudden, 300 lights shine around the Midianite army. And the Midianites, they begin killing each other. It's dark outside. They cannot see. It's not like here when they just flip a switch and the whole light is, is lit up. No, the Midianites woke up and they saw 300 lights standing in the mountaintops and they began to kill each other. Swords started flinging. They didn't know who was who and Gideon's army never moved. And God won. Then they began to chase the Midianite army. And then another group came in and helped him. And they caught a couple of the kings and killed them, beheaded them, brought them to Gideon. But Gideon was still pursuing the Midianite army. So so here we are. It it took place at a dark time because the lights would reveal to them that what they would think was thousands of people up there was just 300. So we're going to pick up reading. <coughs> In verse number four, we're going to read two verses. But that is what has just taken place. Then Gideon is approached by some of the men that went with him, and they begin to complain and gripe about what took place. So he tried, they have an enemy, the, the, the people within, the, the children of Israel within, started chiding and, and, and going against Gideon, what was taking place. And then in verse number 4, let's read together verse number 4. If you have your Bible, let's all stand and let's read together verse number 4 and verse number 5. And the Bible says in verse number 4, And Gideon came to Jordan and passed over he and 300 men that were with him. These were the same men who stood on the mountaintop with him, Read the next three words with, or next four words with me, if you will. Faint, yet pursuing them. And he said unto men of Succoth, give, I pray thee, pray you loaves of bread unto the people that follow me, for they be faint. And I'm pursuing after Ziba and Zalmanah, kings of Midian. We'll stop there. I want to take that phrase, if you will, the statement that Gideon makes when he came and passed over Jordan, they were faint, yet pursuing them. Faint, yet pursuing them. Let's pray. Lord, I pray that you'll use me this morning. I pray for a tent of here. I pray that if there's one lost in here this morning, I pray that they will get that settled. I pray that if there's one discouraged, I pray that you'll help encourage them. I pray that you'll help strengthen every person in this room. Lord, I love you, and I thank you for what you've done. And I thank you for your blessings. But Lord, I ask you to bless again this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all may be seated. Thank you so much for standing. (coughs) So just again... To understand where we're at just the other night, I don't know exactly how much time has taken place, but these men are still pursuing the enemy. They're still pursuing the men of Midian. In verse number five, it tells us that they were pursuing the king of kings of Midian. So if you will, I want to look at that statement that says, faint, yet pursuing them. The word faint means to be weak, means to be feeble. The word pursuing means that they were following, they were chasing, they were hastening after to overtake. This enemy was running, and the army was chasing them. But this army had something wrong. They were weak. They were feeble. They were faint, yet they never stopped pursuing So let me give you this thought. Today is July the 17th, 2022, right? Day 198. Sixteen days ago, we passed the halfway point through 2022. Sixteen days ago. Let me ask you a couple of questions, and then I'll move on. Looking at the goals that you set forward for yourself in the year of 2022, have you accomplished them? Looking at the things that you said that you were going to do, how are you doing? We are halfway through the year. We're, at, we're a little bit past the halfway point of the year 2022. I feel like we ought to have a self-evaluation. Ask Trenton, Trenton, how am I doing? Where am I doing? What am I doing to accomplish what I need to accomplish in 22? You know, 2022, we set out a goal at the beginning of the year to pass out 5,000 Bibles for the year. You know where we're at? Over four thousand. We're at eighty-five percent. Wouldn't it be awesome to get over that amount? No, we're over halfway. We're over halfway there, right? Are we over halfway there to fit five thousand? Wouldn't it be great to bust five thousand and just continue to go? Look, there's goals that we've set forth. Uh, We began praying in February or March, somewhere around there, that that God would allow our church to have people saved and allow people to get baptized and allow folks to join the church. Since then, uh, us joining together and praying that 2022 would be a a time for our church to have folks saved, I believe we've had 10 people saved since then. Two weeks ago at camp, we had someone saved out of our group we've had people join the church and we've had, we've had people get baptized but this year isn't up this year is just halfway done we still have halfway to go so can I ask you or can I say to you this morning what does that say what does that say fight on in 2022. Look, hey, Gideon was faint. Gideon was weak. Gideon was, was torn down. Gideon was hungry, but yet he began to pursue. And yet he never stopped doing what God had called him to do. And yet he never stopped doing what God wanted him to do. He was faint, yet he was pursuing. Do you know what he was doing? He was fighting on because he knew that to win the battle and to win the war, he had to keep fighting. Oh, we've won one battle. All right, bucket in, we're done. All right, it's over. No, it's just begun. There's still battles to be won. There's still victories to be had. You've went through battles. You've went through struggles. You've went through maybe even difficult times this year. Can I say to you right now, fight on. You say, well, I'm faint. I'm weak. I'm feeble. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what to do. Say, fight on. Faint, yet pursuing Don't you stop, don't you quit, don't you get out, don't you quit serving God, don't you back off, don't you back down, you keep fighting. (coughs) Fight on twenty twenty two has not has come with its setbacks. Has come with its battles. Has it or has it not? Yes Yes or no? Don't quit. Fight on. Fight on so more can get saved and more can get baptized and more join the church. God's not done. Fight on. I'll give you two thoughts. Number one, fight on when you're faint. Fight on when you're weak. Fight on when you're feeble. Are you tired from the fight? Are you tired from the war? Are you tired from the battle? Are you tired from from fighting against the devil and fighting against the world and fighting against sin and fighting against those things? May I say to you this morning, fight on. Fight on, faint, yet pursuing. Don't you dare quit. Don't you dare get up. When Jesus began his earthly ministry, he took 40 days aside so that he could fast and pray before he began his earthly ministry. (coughs) So there he goes. He fasts and he prays. 40 days is a long time to go without anything, but 40 days to go without food Man, that's a long time. I can't hardly go 40 minutes without food. Can I get a witness, right? Yeah, you witness go here. <laughs> he went 40 year, 40 days without food. But at the end of those 40 days, he was weak. He was weak. He was tired. You take anybody, go 40 days without food and the proper substance, you will be weak. Yeah. You will be tired. Be, you will be wore out. But can you imagine the spiritual high that he was on after spending 40 days? And every time he got a hunger pain, he began to pray and spend time with God. Think about how, how, uh, what a spiritual high he was on. But when he was at his weakest point, physically, what happened? Then came Satan. Satan didn't try to attack him on day one when he was fasting. He came and tried to attack him when he had been fasting for days and days and days and days. When he was at his weakest physical point. See, you might be weak, you might be feeble. Not physically, but just emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is. Guess who's going to come after you? He's going, to, he's going to come after you. He's going to try to knock you down. He's going to try to get you to quit. He's going to try to get you to throw in a towel. Look, it ain't worth it. Look, look, look all these things that you've gone through. Look at all these battles you've had. Look what's not happening. Look. But I'm going to tell you something. You can spend your time and look at all those failures or look at all those mistakes and look at all those things that are messed up. Look, you can look at those and Satan's going to attack them. And he's going to say, look at that. No, you say to Satan, that's under the blood. I've been saved. I've been redeemed. I've been saved from from my sin and my wrong and my mistake. Jesus, I'm on his team. Come on. And so I might be weak. I might be feeble. I might look at those things and Satan says, Give up. Buddy, I ain't giving up. I can't give up. I've gone too far to give up. We've got to fight on through our weakness. And fight on through our feebleness. And fight on through weak strength. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, we have to fight on. Fight yet pursuing them. Yeah. <coughs> now is the time to press on. Now, not tomorrow. Now is the time. Well, let me ask you, though. Why don't you be honest with yourself? Are you weak? Do you feel worn down? There's some things that you need to build your strength back up. Because you'll faint Yet pursuing them, verse number 5, Gideon goes to say that, hey, I need some bread. Because my men are wore out. These 300 men are tired. These 300 men are wore out. These 300 men, they're faint. We've not stopped. But they're hungry. So fight on when you're faint. And fight on when you're hungry. You say, what do you mean? The only way that Gideon continues to fight on and the only way his men continue to fight on is he has to get some bread. He needs bread. You think that you can just push through and go through all the things you need to and and you've got I've got this under control. I don't need no help. I don't need nobody helping me. I don't need nobody talking to me. I don't need nobody's encouragement. No, we need the bread to bring us back to health, to bring us back where we're not faint anymore. Because we need, hey, you need to push through if you're faint. But if you're faint this morning, if you're feeling weak and wore out and tired from the fight against the devil, against the sin, against the world, and you need to fight on the rest of the year, you've got to get hungry and you've got to go get some bread. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Do you know who you need this morning? If you're tired, if you're wore out, I just don't know how much I can do. You need to go get bread. Because when Gideon's men were tired and faint, well, I've got to get them some food. You need to get some food. I don't know about you, But you understand if you've ever been outside and you've worked and you have physically become so drained, you can't hardly move. You ever been there? You go back to the story of Jacob and Esau. He come in from the field and he was physically drained and weak and tired and he needed something to eat. Because he knew that if he could just get something in his belly, he'd feel a little bit better. You need to come and drink from the well. Yes, yes, yes. To fill that belly that's wore out, that's tired, that's, that's feeble, that's faint. Yes. So that you can accomplish what God wants you to accomplish for the year 2022. Yes. I can't give that to you. I, you know that? This preacher can't give that to you. I might can give you the bread and give you the word. I can. But ultimately, uh, I, 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 I cannot be the only substance you get all week. Right. I can't. If you're dependent on me to make it through your spiritual life, you can't. You're not going to make it. You come this morning to church. What would you come to church for? To hear me preach? You've come for the wrong reason. If you come to hear from God, you've come for the right reason. Right. Amen. Right. All I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to give you what I got from God. Well, why don't you go through your week and every day and you get something from God? Right. I don't need to be the only substance you get. You need to go home, and you need to get into that Bible. And you need to read your Bible, and you need to pray, and you need to spend time with God so that He can fill your weary soul. Yeah. I'm discouraged. I'm upset. I'm, I'm weary. I'm faint. Well, the Lord is the one that's going to get you through. Yeah. The Lord is the one, as the Bible says, He picks me up at the miry clay and sets my feet on a solid rock. He's the only one that can be the foundation. He's the only one that can give you the peace. He's the only one that can get you the comfort. He's the only one that can feed your weary soul when you need it. Hey, fight on in 2022. But you're not going to fight on. You're not going to keep pursuing. You're not going to keep on keeping on unless you go to the well, unless you get the bread from the bread maker. Yeah. On, That's right. I want to fight on. But the only way I'm going to fight on is if I get, in the, get the bread. Amen. The only way you're going to fight on is if you come get the bread. Yeah. There's only one place to get the right food source. Bible says we go to the rock that is higher than I. Yeah. You know what you need? You need Jesus. You know what I need? I need the Lord. I need Jesus. I need the Word of God. Yeah. I need church. I need preaching. I need prayer. We need that food for Our journey. Food for our fight against the devil. Food to finish strong. We must fight on, and we need the strength from God to help us to finish that. So, what am I saying today? Are you faint? Are you tired? Are you weary and the battles of 2022 have got you set aside and the fights? Be faint, but yet still pursuing to get that bread that can help you not be weary. Help you not be faint. It's not wrong to be faint. It's not wrong to be weary because each and every person in this room, if you'd be honest with yourself, there's been times when you've been faint. And there's been times when you've been weary. And maybe you are weary or tired and faint and depressed and uh, all kinds of different things you're going through right now. Because the battles you face this year, maybe you are that. But you've got to come and get food yeah. from the Master. Yeah. From the Bible. From the Bible. My food source is the same as your food source. Every one of us, I'm done. I'm going to be done. We have 169 days left in this year. What will you do with the rest of them? I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fight on. Amen. That all the world, that all the earth may know that there is a, a, God. If you've never noticed that mistake, I just pointed it out to you. If there is a God, yeah. Why? Why fight on? Why continue? Why continue to fight on when I'm, when I'm tired, when I'm weary? That all the earth may know that there is a God in heaven. Yes, yes, yes. Why do you continue? Because the world needs to know that there's a God in heaven. And if I don't tell them, then who will? Who will? Who will? Lord, I love you. I thank you for this morning. I pray that you've used me in spite of me. Lord, I I thank you for your many blessings you've given us. Lord, I thank you for this church. I thank you for the faithfulness of God's saints. I ask that you'd be with every single person that is here this morning. That maybe they are weak and maybe they're faint and maybe they're feeble and maybe they're depressed. and They don't know what to do because they're facing battles they've never faced before. Lord, I pray that you'd help them, encourage them right now to just...